We have a major update on the New York Knicks and Paul George situation. Recently, details have emerged regarding what the New York Knicks would be comfortable in giving up in a Paul George trade. Now, this helps give us some insight in what the New York Knicks would be comfortable in giving up in other deals for potential superstars. We're going to break down all of this and more today. Let's get started. The New York Knicks trade offer for Paul George has been revealed and some of the details may shock you. Now, according to Mike A. Scotto from Hoops Hype, he reported the following. The Knicks and the Clippers originally had trade talks surrounding Paul George at the NBA draft. At the time, New York was considering a trade package featuring Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, and three first-round picks in exchange for George. That's what league sources told Hoops Hype. Toppin was then traded to the Pacers for two second-round picks, as was first reported by ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. The biggest point to take away from this report by Michael Scotto from Hoops Hype is Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes, in a lot of people's eyes, was seen as untouchable, not only by the management, but by also a lot of fans who are looking at the crop of rookies that the Knicks have, and they see Grimes as potentially a piece that you don't want to part with. So seeing his name added to a trade offer for Paul George is a little mind-boggling because you think that R.J. Barrett might be in that, not Quentin Grimes. Well, Michael Scotto went into this a little bit further because after Obi Toppin was traded, apparently the talks didn't stop. According to Michael Scotto, R.J. Barrett's name was brought up briefly in trade talks by the Clippers in place of Toppin. However, the asking price of parting with Barrett, Grimes, three first-round picks, and then having to negotiate a long-term extension for Paul George, who's 33 years old, was too high of a price for the Knicks to pay. And bravo for the Knicks for saying no. But it's very, very interesting to note what we just heard from Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype. We just got two potential trade offers that the New York Knicks might have been comfortable in giving up for Paul George. Let's pull up the first trade offer again. So as you can see here, one particular offer the New York Knicks were comfortable in giving up was Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, and three first-round picks. Now that in itself is a quite large package when you consider that Paul George has two years left on his contract and he can opt out and go into unrestricted free agency. So he could become a free agent if you trade all of that for him. And if he doesn't do anything for your team, you could have given up all those assets for nothing. That's the first thing. The second thing is he wanted a long-term deal. Paul George is extension eligible for a four-year, $220 million deal. Now, I'm not sure if that was going to be the full deal he got. But if he was asking for anything around that territory, I don't blame the Knicks for saying, I'm good and asking out. But it's the trade packages that are so very curious here. Because it seems like the Knicks were comfortable in giving up Quentin Grimes. I'm just shocked by this because a lot of reports last year had the Knicks indicating that they were not comfortable in including Grimes in a Donovan Mitchell trade package. Now, I think initially Grimes was part of some packages, but as the deals continued to progress, his name wasn't brought up in a lot of those deals. 
But a lot of picks apparently were included in those deals because Danny Ainge at the time wanted the picks, not really the players. At least that's what the reports were indicating. And if you look at the report here, they want to give up three first round picks. Still not going past that three. It's three first round picks and no more than that. And if you look at the next package here, they were comfortable in including Barrett, it seems like. So it seems here via this particular trade package that Barrett was part of the deal in some respect. Now, I don't know if it was Barrett being part of the deal, Paul George being 33 and his injury history, or him just wanting a contract or all of those things combined together that led the Knicks walk away and say no to the trade. But it's interesting to see what these trade packages are because Paul George is an eight-time All-Star. Whether you regard him as a quote-unquote superstar is your opinion. But I would think a lot of people around the league would consider him a superstar. And this would be the trade package or packages that the New York Knicks would be comfortable in giving up for one of these superstars. But if you look back on the Alan Hahn report on this situation, for me, it painted a little bit of a different story. You see, for me in this report, it seems like a deal was already in place and Paul George just asking for that extension is what stopped it. As you can clearly see here, Alan Hahn clearly stated, they've already backed out of that deal. They talked to the Clippers though, and the Clippers gave what it would cost. Then, Paul George said, but I want an extension. And then they said, we're not doing that. And they walked away. It's important to understand the time of events here. Obi Toppin was part of initial trade conversations for Paul George, but apparently the Clippers didn't want him because nothing happened on that front. And the Knicks ended up trading Obi Toppin for two future second round picks. Second round picks, I know. Egregious trade, but let's skip over that for right now. So then after that, talks continued. And then RJ Barrett's name was part of that. But if you look at the way Alan Hahn reported it, for me anyways, it seems like whatever deal was in place was in place and that was fine. They had already accepted that. But when Paul George asked for the extension, it was off. It seems like the Paul George asking for the extension was the biggest factor here. Not RJ Barrett being part of the trade, not Quentin Grimes being part of the trade, not even the first round picks being part of the trade. But it's interesting to note this because the Knicks have been tied to Cat, Zach Levine, and some of these other key superstars or stars in this league. So if the Knicks trade for one of these guys, it's likely that the package will look very, very similar to what it looks like right now for Paul George. Maybe add another pick swap or a pick, maybe add another player or take out another player. But essentially, these trade packages tell you what the New York Knicks are comfortable in giving up for a superstar trade. And I don't think the New York Knicks might give up any more than this. I don't know how hesitant they were to include R.J. Barrett in the deal. But when you include R.J. Barrett, Quentin Grimes, first round picks, and then Paul George's contract on top of all of that that you're giving up, and then for all of that, Paul George might be a rental after next season, the New York Knicks made the best decision they could possibly make this offseason by walking away from this Paul George trade. It was that bad of a trade. For me... Even the first offer that we saw with Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, and three first round picks, while it may not sound crazy, I don't even like that. I don't like giving up those first round picks and Quentin Grimes in exchange for Paul George, who could potentially be a rental and not elevate your team to NBA finals contention. 
which it should if you're adding a player of Paul George's pedigree. But it's not going to do that because the injury concern is real with him. But even that trade, which is a little bit more favorable, I wouldn't want to do. I certainly would not want to include RJ Barrett. I would not want to do this trade at all. This makes no sense to me. I wouldn't include RJ Barrett in any Paul George trade at all whatsoever. It does not make sense to me because the asset that you're getting back in Paul George doesn't take you to where you need to be and doesn't push this team in contention. And I argue that if you make a superstar trade like this, then that's what that trade should do. It should make the Knicks better. It should put them in contention. It should make them a real threat in the East. And if it doesn't do that, then why make the trade at all? Kudos to the New York Knicks for walking away from this trade because management of the past would have easily swung on this trade and never looked back. But this current Knicks management is not going to do that. This current Knicks management wants to take things slow and has a roster building approach that they believe in. Mike Scotto also reported that New York continues to monitor the market in search of adding another star player alongside Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle to bolster the team's chances of competing in the East. That's notable as well too because he just used Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. He didn't include R.J. Barrett. And usually you do include R.J. Barrett because they're called the Knicks Big Three. So if you don't include R.J. Barrett in that, then that means in your mind, at least in Michael Scotto's mind, he's making peace with the fact that potentially R.J. Barrett may not be part of the New York Knicks roster for much longer. Now, I don't know about all of that, but I can say that the New York Knicks are clearly making a statement around the league. They want to pay a certain price for a superstar but they do not want to overpay for a superstar. While the New York Knicks did start conversations with the Clippers about Paul George as first reported by LA Times, they didn't swing on a Paul George trade because it got too expensive for them. And that tells you, the fans, the league, everyone, what the New York Knicks are willing to give up for a star, number one, that they're not willing to go beyond this particular package or these particular packages and that if it gets too expensive and you're right there, right about to close the deal and it still gets too expensive, they are comfortable with walking away. For all intensive purposes, this particular deal with Paul George looked like it was done. Per Alan Hahn, they could have closed the deal and got Paul George, but they didn't. And according to him, It was because Paul George wanted an extension. Wasn't because of the trade. Wasn't because of the trade packages. Wasn't because of the first round picks. It was because Paul George wanted more money than the New York Knicks were willing to give him. That's what seemed like to be the only issue with this trade happening. And that's why I so badly wanted to know what the trade details were. So we could understand from a management perspective what the New York Knicks were comfortable in giving up in a superstar-like trade. And now we have that information. I think the Knicks are going to continue to be active in trade talks throughout the entire offseason. And don't be surprised if you continue to see R.J. Barrett's name pop up in potential superstar trades. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below. Smash that like button. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Knicks fans. Peace. Thank you.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.